Let's return to All Things Employment with Vicki Causa on TalkZone.com. Hi, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Vicki Causer. We are talking about the action steps that you need to take if you are an employee in transition or perhaps if you're an employee who will be looking for a new opportunity at some point in the near future. I invite phone calls. The phone lines are open at 888-463-6748 or 888-GO-FOR-IT. So give us a call and talk about what we're talking about or if there's anything you'd like to know about, all things employment, please feel free to give us a call. Now, the most important thing I think that anybody needs to know in this job search market is that you will probably not find your next opportunity through the Internet or through any type of a job board or through any type of an email job that comes across your desk. And what I mean by that is this. There are hundreds and hundreds of opportunities that are out in the market today that are in what we call the hidden job market. Now, I'm sure many people have heard the term before. And really what that is, is the fact that when companies have positions open or they, even if they say they have a hiring freeze, they still need to fill positions of people who may be leaving. A hiring freeze really indicates that they are not increasing headcount. So in most cases, when there is a hiring freeze, they will fill positions that are within the organization, not adding to headcount, but filling existing positions. Now, I can tell you from experience, from my years as an HR executive, that companies will first look within itself for candidates for really, really good positions. So they will, managers will ask each other, who do you know that may be available? If there is a bona fide talent management succession plan in the company and it's viable and it's in place, they will look to that list of people to fill positions before they go to the outside. But when it is time to fill a position with somebody new, they will probably look within their own contacts before they put it out. So that's really what we term the hidden job market. Positions that are available that probably will never be advertised or listed on a job board, but will be done within the company. And the best way to tap into that hidden job market is through networking. Now, you can never, ever put too much emphasis on networking. And a lot of people who I've counseled and who have come to visit with us here in the office tell me that they don't even know how to start to network, nor are they comfortable with networking. But what I say to them and what I say to you, the listeners today, is anyone in a job search today should know how important it is. Networks are everywhere. You sort of think about it as, as a highway system, as being a great example of networks or for electricity. Everything comes from one place to another place, intersects and goes someplace else. This is exactly the same with networking. People come together, talk about opportunities or different things that could help people in, in different situations, and then it becomes somebody else's avenue with which to pursue. Now, when you're searching for a new opportunity, you need to plug into your own network immediately. Now, people don't realize this, but every person listening on the phone, every person who is in a job search has at least three networks in place right now. One is their professional network, the people who, with whom they work. One is their personal network, their network of friends, colleague, friends or colleagues that they've worked with previously. And another is a social network. Perhaps people that are not really friends of yours, but people you know through organizations, through associations, through perhaps children's baseball teams or whatever. You've got 
networks in place that you don't even realize that you have. Now, what networking basically is, is getting information to and from different people and gaining insight from what they're sharing. Now, networking is probably the most effective way to land a new opportunity in this market. Now, let me just share with you some facts and figures, which I believe we might have shared some of this last week on the call as well, but it's definitely worth repeating. It is estimated that more than 80%, that's 8 out of 10 opportunities, are never, ever posted on websites or job boards. They are uncovered through a network. Okay. Now, three things you need to know before you begin networking. The first is you should never ask a network contact for a job. So it's not about walking up to somebody and say, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm looking for a new opportunity, do you have a job for me? That's not what networking is. You should never expect a network contact to have a job for you. So don't go there to ask for a job, nor should you expect them to have a job for you. And then never expect their contacts to know of a job that would be right what you're really doing is just getting your name out there, you're getting your availability out there, and you're mining that network field for opportunities that you might not be aware of. Now, what I would say, too, there are some rules, and those are the three that you should know, but there is no secret code to networking. It's all about relationships. It's about building them and maintaining them. And a lot of people have some difficulties doing that, again, because of the the, the Internet or the fact that people can sit in front of their computers and send information back and forth and never have to take that step to meet somebody or to have the FaceTime with somebody or to exchange information. But it's really, really important today. Now, here are some benefits of networking that you might not have thought of. It gives you an inside perspective about the companies in your own industry. So if you've been in the same position or have been working for the same company for quite a while, you may think you know all you need to know about the industry. However, there may be things happening outside of your realm of, of scope that you might not have thought about. So this is a great way to get perspective about companies in your industry. It also helps you improve your presentation and relationship building skills because let's be honest, when you are getting ready for that all-important interview, you are presenting yourself. So you need to practice those presentation skills, and this is a good way to do it. It also helps let others know that you're in the job market. Now, again, there's no stigma to collecting unemployment, nor there is a stigma. Is there a stigma to being unemployed? So many people are unemployed that it's almost like being in the majority, which is a majority most people don't want to be in. But the point is, there's no stigma to being unemployed. So you certainly can help. You can help yourself by sharing this information. The fact that you are in the job market, and it also opens doors for opportunities you might not have ever had before. So think about networking in terms of expanding your horizon or expanding your scope of friends or expanding your scope of contacts. You need to be able to find a network, tap into a network, and be comfortable speaking with people in a networking situation. Now, there may be some, in your own area, that in your listening area, there may be the opportunity to attend what's called a pink slip party. These are This is a phenomenon that I believe started in the Wall Street District here in New York where People got together in an informal setting to exchange information and ideas about their job search, about companies that may be hiring, and then it morphed into having recruiters be present and to having companies who may be hiring be present. And what a pink slip party really is, is an informal job fair. It's not where you're bringing your resume and you're talking to people about positions they may have open, but it's more about being able to get out there and talk about what it is that you may be looking to do next in an informal setting. So there's no expectation of an interview. There's no expectation of being 
offered something in their company, but it's a good way to get yourself out there. Now, one other thing I wanted to talk to you about networking, and we'll be out of time shortly, but I think this is very, very important. No one, no matter how high in the organization, is off limits to networking. Let me repeat that. No one, no matter how high in an organization, is off limits to networking. The key is to get referrals for you to make an entree. Now, the more you expand your network, the more likely it will be for you to meet with decision makers and those who can help you get closer to your next great opportunity. So keep in mind that when you're really looking for an opportunity is to make a good impression. The more people you can arrange to meet with, the better off you'll be. More than likely, the individuals you'll meet with during your networking activities can offer you insights into your current situation and give you some much-needed advice as to what your next step will be. Remember, there's no obligation on anybody's part when you're networking, but it's a good opportunity to get out there and speak to people you would not have normally had the chance to speak to. So if you're speaking with somebody from an industry that is much different from yours, if you're looking to do something totally different, here are some of the questions you may want to ask. How did you get started? What do you like best and what do you dislike most about this particular industry? How difficult would it be for somebody in, somebody to be successful in this industry, especially someone like me who's not been in the industry before? And then what's the first thing I should do to be taken seriously considering my background? See, now you're networking and you're talking about what your background is and what you'd like your next position to be, but you're being honest and saying that you know you don't have what it may take to be successful immediately. But so what's the first thing you need to do to be taken seriously, considering the background is so different from the industry that you're trying to break into? And then also you want to ask a question as, do you think this industry will do well in the current economic climate? So keep these things in mind. If you're looking to change industries, research it very deeply. Make sure you're making the right decision. Ask the right questions. Get out there and network as best you can. I know in many cities the job fair lines have been extraordinarily long. However, if it's an opportunity that you think you can attain a job for, then you know you need to get there, get there early, be online, and hand in the resume. You never know who's hiring. But again, I would also encourage that if in fact there are what they're calling pink slip parties in the areas that you live in, attend them. The usually the the cost to get in is just to secure your place in it because some of them have sold out immediately, some have sold out within the first couple of days, and they cannot they can't let anybody else in. So if you see the opportunity to network or the opportunity to join some kind of a networking party, take advantage. Find out associations in the areas that you live in. Go to your college employment office if you can and find out where some opportunities may be. There may even be some college placement help or help from the college placement office that you might want to take advantage of, regardless of how long you've been out there looking. So let me just close the show by saying there are lots of different ways you can lots of different things you can do or ways you can go to help yourself in this job search that you're in. You're not alone in it. There are many, many people doing the same thing. But if you give yourself an edge and if you start to really put some plans around how you're going to go about getting your next opportunity, you might find that it takes less time than you had imagined. And if you take some of the tips that we talked about today about putting a plan in place, sticking to a routine, talking to people about what may be out there, what may be available, and also networking, you might find an opportunity where you least expect it. And I'd like and invite you to call me with some information if you do find anything, if the tips that we've shared today help you find a new job, give us a call and let us know. Or give us a call and tell us how you've been treated with your job, how your job search is going, and any questions that you might have. I would encourage you to visit our website, allthingsemployment.com. 
Feel free to give me a call at 1-800-287-4713. And until our next show, I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you've gotten some good tips and information, and I wish you the best of luck in your job search or your next opportunity. 